Hey, it's your girl Charmaine, and I'm rocking with TPLG Uncut. Expect the exclusive. Yeah. Now plugged in the TPLG Uncut. We got Toronto in the building with me. Charmaine, what's up? Let you talk to me. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> what's up? What's up with you? How you been? I'm good. I'm just chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> I, I, see, I see you got a new Duke, you know what I'm saying? New hairstyle last time I see you. Little, you was on chill mode. A little something, you know. <laughs> I just switch it up. <laughs> what, what's your favorite? What's your favorite? Speaking of hair, what's your favorite hairstyle? Um, so far, I think out of everything I've done, I love the red. Okay. That is my favorite. Is red your favorite color? No, rose gold is. <laughs> what about rose gold you like the most? I just like that it's not basic. Like, of yeah. course, it's like the pink family, but it's like pink yeah. with a splash of shimmer, splash <laughs> of razzle-dazzle, you know? <laughs> razzle-dazzle, I feel you on that. What is, okay, so there's a picture out right now. There is a tattoo on your wrist. Is that a, what, is that a verse? No, on the other wrist. Is that say song? What's this that? One? Yeah, what's that say? Um, it says Psalms thirty four eighteen. Okay, I did. That's what I was gonna ask. Are you are you spiritual to make you want to tap that on your on your body? I'm super spiritual. Okay. Super. I uh, I try to tap into that every single day because I feel okay. like my life would be in absolute turmoil if I yeah. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You are you are from you're not from United States, you're not from Canada, but you're born in Zimbabwe. Have you? When the last time have you visited Zimbabwe? Honestly, I left when I was five. Okay. And I have not been back. Okay. Uh, but you know, I I do want to visit one day. I do. I do. Okay. What kind of? What about that? Do you? I know you've been raised with that Zimbabwe culture, correct? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dish? Oh, sada. It's called sada. I guess <laughs> other people call it fufu. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. What do you what do you what do you eat with it? Pardon? What do you eat with it? Okay, so if you make it's okay, so it's it's cornmeal okay. that you kind of beat up past the point of porridge until it's like almost solid. Yeah. And then you like you uh you fry up some or boil up some collard greens. You okay. add like, your tomatoes and your your broth, whatever it is, and you okay. cook your meat, whether it's chicken, oxtail, whatever. You just and then you dip. You eat it with your hands. So this is, so that's a it's not like that's a finger food that you gotta eat with your hands, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> let's let's get a little bit into into this. Let's start all the way back. You, there was one quote that you said in a recent article saying that you drink, you were dreaming about being in any place outside the walls of Motel 6. So how was it growing up through that, through that rough patch of that period of time? Um, it was very difficult because, you know, it's, it's hard to watch other, you know, like people my age that mm -hmm. have homes they have they're you know they're stable they can go to the movies and pay for movies they can go shopping if they want to they can go do whatever they want and I couldn't do that mm -hmm. I couldn't even invite my friends back to where I lived because I didn't have a house <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. it was very difficult to grasp and it honestly is like 
one of the worst times of my life. So you were moving throughout your childhood. You was you stayed in the United in Tennessee for a little bit, correct? Yeah, in Nashville. Okay. How did that music culture in Nashville? I know you was just to a lot of different genres of music. Nashville is a music city. So what were you listening to growing up? Um, I was listening to mostly like snap music, like Lil John, Lil Scrappy, <laughs> Mano, Cry Mob, okay. um, Young Bloods, uh, Field Mob, okay. um, Juvenile. You know, like all all them, all the, all of them. I was just listening to all that. So um, I have a little bit of a little bit of flavor. <laughs> yeah, how much of that of that South inspires you with your music? Um, a lot. Um, because I. I definitely draw different sounds from that mm -hmm. era and I try to mesh it with what I'm doing now. And I think yeah. it's, it's like subtly apparent when you listen to my stuff. Um, so I was just like really, really grateful to be able to even experience any of that music. <laughs> okay. What were you, what were you writing as a young age or were you doing it, uh, participating in talent shows or were you doing anything? What were you doing musically um, on your ground? Um, I sang in church definitely sing in church and play the piano and i definitely took like partook in talent shows even though i was like super duper nervous i used to be shaking like before and like even like the first time i did my first talent show mm -hmm. i had to have one of my friends stand on stage with me because i was that nervous and i was like wow please <laughs> <laughs> so what i need you right there just a little bit not all the way but just a just the arms reach, so I know I'm comfortable right there on that stage. Yeah. <laughs> what What were you performing at? at what What ranges of songs were you performing back then during the talent shows? It was always like back and forth between Alicia Keys and Beyonce. Okay. Um, because those are the two people I used to listen to the most. So it was always like between "If I Ain't Got You," um, "Halo," um. What's it called? If I were a boy, I was here. You know, like just just flip flopping between okay. those. <laughs> What's your favorite Beyonce record? Um, I would say definitely I was here. Okay. What about their yeah. record sticks to you the most? Um, it's it's the simple fact that the whole message behind the song was that she didn't want to make her existence on this earth. Um useless she wanted to do something that left some type of mark and impact on the world like even after she's gone people will will always remember you know everything that she did so that that's one thing that stuck with me because that's what i want as well you started writing at 17 years well you started writing and producing your music around at 17 years old correct yeah what what was the name of that first record that you wrote not before um, before you got to the studio, you were just writing with the pencil and pad. What was the name of that first record that you ever wrote? I think it was called Damn. <laughs> <laughs> At an early age, song called Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. <laughs> now, did you ever did you ever uh, go in the booth and, and sing it and put that record together, or you just left it on the paper? And said, I ain't touching it no more. Um, 
we did a little demo for it, like when I first met my A and R, but we never really did anything with it because it was very premature, like okay. <laughs> super premature. <laughs> so around that 17, 18 years old, you started really toning in on your lyrics, toning in on the craft. What was that record that you wrote that you felt like this is the start of my career being a musician and an artist? Um, that record came maybe like four years after I stopped working with my A and R initially because I did meet him when out in like twenty in like twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen ish. And then we worked for like two years. I took a four year break and then in twenty eighteen when I started writing again, I think it was the second song I did. Um, okay. I was like, Yeah, I'm on to something. It was called Faded. And even like now, it, it doesn't sound like anything what I'm doing, like anything of what I'm doing now, but okay. I hold that song near and dear to my heart just because that's when I discovered, you know, like, okay, this might be my path. Mm-hmm. So from that, from that record, you started building more and more for that first catalog. Now, was this your very first project or was this from where you started with the opportunity and the doors are open and you had the opportunity to start? putting your full attention on the music where did this first project in your process when was it complete um so that particular song is actually what opened the door for me to get my deal and it's the basis of why I got my deal but in terms of my project we just wrapped it up this year like top of this year the very so first it took project. me about two years or so this is your first ever project first ever okay What's the, what's the uh what's the date or the title of the project? What can we expect that to be released? Um, I'll tell you. It's in March 2021, and it's okay. called the Hood Avant Guard. Okay. Um, it's pretty much just almost recreating the new age Renaissance woman, somebody who's just super duper uh vocal, outgoing, strong, um, head driven. You know, so I'm trying to redefine what it is to be a woman in this day and age so hopefully it translates <laughs> right 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 what uh, what kind of sounds can we expect from this project coming in march a whole different a whole a whole variety because honestly i don't like to keep myself in one box of course like the first record i just did is hip-hop and a quite quite a few on the on the project are hip-hop rap you know um but I I venture out into like the pop world, the R and B world, the the Latin world. So there's so many different there's so many different aspects yeah. of the way that I create. I think people will be um will be really pleasantly surprised. What I mean, it... I, I can give y'all a little I can give y'all a little snippet if you want. I mean, if, I mean, if you want to if you want to plug us in on the exclusive, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can do that. Let's do it. Let's like, do go it. Ahead, All right. go... Let's so do, do you it. want me? Let's... So do you want me to play bold before you play the exclusive, or do you want to play the exclusive before I play bold? Hmm. Actually, play bold first, and then I'll give y'all the exclusive. Okay. So let's talk about bold. This is a bold. When I say bold, this is a bold record. What it is? Because a lot of creativity, a lot of straight to the point. Where did this bold record come from? Um. Honestly. It was inspired just simply by my personality. Yeah. I'm very, like, super duper outgoing, um, mm-hmm. very vibrant, very out there. And I yeah. wanted to make a record that reflected that as well as 
gave women, especially black women, um, the motivation to also do that. Because I know, mm -hmm. like, we were very much always underlooked all mm -hmm. the time. We, we always had to, like, dim our shine and tone ourselves down to please society. And I just, I, I, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> I'm just like, let me, let me create a record that lets other, um, other Black women feel the way that I feel about myself. Hey, I'm let I'm gonna I'm gonna do the honors. I'm gonna let you go ahead. World premieres record. It's on you. Go ahead, man. It's on you. Oh, let's go. It's your girl Shot Man. This is my new single, Bold. Let's go. Let's <laughs> DJs. Got nineteen. Can't fall in the wallet. Breaking bag. Shouldn't have bought it. Top whip, push it started. All this ice, so go hearty. Big dog, no color. Wet like water. Magic, Harry Potter. This hurricane on my wrist, Katrina's daughter. Took a flight to Katrina, couldn't get your father. Walk like a dog, not your normal dog. Got your jaw, mate. Made her jaw drop like Chanel on a bar. Who gon' take it off? Double C's on the cross. I'm your topic. Big deposit. Let's be honest. Creativity is crazy. Y'all did, uh, let me see. You got Common Good, did the video, right? The production, right? Mm-hmm. I, Blake, he's the GOAT for that shit. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> did you have any uh, hand in the creative process on the treatment of the video? Um, Honestly, I just told him what I was thinking, and yeah. he came up with the entire treatment. And it just worked. I had no notes, no no adjustments, nothing. Like it was absolutely perfect. You said that after years of ups and downs, wins and losses, I stand in my truth. I'm ready to take it up a notch. I'm ready to be bold. So would that explain this bold record that we just heard right now? Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't even realize how insightful my words sounded until you said them. <laughs> oh. 
For those that I'll pull in the TPLGF, can I got my girl Charmaine with me? And look, mm -hmm. 512,000 early. Early in, I got to give you the round of applause. That's that's big for this record. Thank you. I definitely can see this record being played across different genres, did you? It give you that tempo. Wait, sorry, say that again. I said, I said the record. I said the record gives that tempo to be played in different genres or different scenes. Yeah, it, it just gives you that little, the little bounce you need. You know, you can either like rock with it softly, yeah. <laughs> or you can go like wild out, like whatever's your tea. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever is the tea. You said you got a uh, project coming out in March. Hey, can mm -hmm. we expect? I know you just dropped this single, but we, are we going to expect another single? before the project release in March? You could expect a couple more singles. Okay. Possibly, but in the new year, top of the new year. Okay. So uh, we're working on it. Trust me, I got you. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I'm going to let you go ahead and permit. You said you got an exclusive you want us to hear. So I'm going to let you go I, ahead. I, I, got and, a, I got a little something, and, you and know. Plug, and plug us in real quick. All right, let's let's do this. All right, this is, gonna, this is probably going to be on the project. Okay. Actually, it is on the project. Let me not cap. Um, so <laughs> let's let's just uh let's try it out. Hey, you know he's just a number, and he give a damn. Play along, cause he know I got a super wack. same time how do you juggle the two um it is a little bit difficult 
but I would say I'm just super duper grateful for my family because they are an amazing support system. Okay. My mother helps me tremendously with my son. So whenever I do have to go to the studio, I don't have to worry about him because he's with her. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like the creative process, it's the most like, this is the easiest work I've ever done in my life. It's yeah. never like, it's never stressful. It's never too much thinking involved it's always just like we go in we vibe out and things just flow mm -hmm. how did the opportunity i know you said that a record that we, that we mentioned earlier opened the door but you're signed to warner i don't want to say i don't want to be mis mislabeling you the wrong way you're you're signed <laughs> to who who are you signed to uh warner music canada okay how did you get plugged in with them uh one of your management sent them the record like how did that situation open the door for you? Um. Okay, so it actually, it's not even that, that record that I talked about that opened the door. Okay. When my parents, when we're in like that whole motel situation, mm -hmm. I wanted to do something to take my family out of it. So I went online to look for like talent shows and stuff just to get myself out there and mm -hmm. get people familiarized with me. Mm -hmm. But I happened to come across this one particular talent show where the the A and R um, for Warner Music, Ron Lapata was supposed to be there mm -hmm. that night, and I submitted myself. I did my audition. They let me in. I went and I performed, and that's how I connected with him. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, like when I picked up again in 2018, I already had his contact information. I already knew like how to get in touch with him. So that faded song that I um, I mentioned earlier, I did it. I recorded it. I was ready to put it out and then I sent it to him just to get his opinion on it and like yeah. to, to get like to hear what he thinks about it. Mm -hmm. And it just rapidly within like 24 hours, it completely did a 360 into me getting a record deal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. From that point to now, what do you see your, your progression has been musically from writing your first record to record your first record to the opportunity and being signed, how do you see your progression in moving forward? Because the sound is crazy, sound we've never heard before. I think we got some people in the comments saying they rocking with what you play, all the music they've heard all night through the interview, they, they rocking with it. So how do you see your progression so far with the music? Um, I'm honestly just trying to take it a day at a time. Yeah. All I want to do is create music that makes people feel things, okay. you know, um, make people happy, whether it's to wallow in their temporary pain or yeah. like just to want to dance. I just want to continue making songs that make people feel whatever they need to feel at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I'm just concentrated on that. Whatever comes along with that, whether it's like superstardom or like I don't know like whether it's basic I don't I don't really care I just want to mm -hmm. make sure that whatever I'm putting out has substance enough yep. to make some type of impact on somebody's life describe Charmaine in three words Charmaine is uh talk to us now unpredictable <laughs> unpredictable <laughs> I would just say Charmaine is unpredictable you can never know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say, how I'm going to act, you never know. I just, you're just going to see it as it happens. So you're, so you're pushing to be the queen of the North. That, that's what you're trying to push towards. Hell that, yeah. That, 
that that queen of the north why why try to label yourself as the queen of the north what are you bringing that all the other female artists have brought that haven't made that bar to be you know queen of the north or you know what i'm saying queen of a certain area what makes you say this this um artistry that i'm putting out will show you why i am queen of the north um i just think the one thing that's that that i bring is uniqueness mm -hmm. um i'm very I'm, i don't conform to the status quo of things yeah. um you can't you can't put me in a box at all for mm -hmm. anything and i feel like it's not even like a shady type of thing. It's just like literally I want to be the person who opens doors for other female artists coming out of Canada, coming out of Toronto, because we deserve the same amount of limelight, the same amount of credit, the same amount of clout that all these men that are coming out of the city do too. So like, why not me? Yeah. Why not? That is true. Is there a lot of artists in that Canada, in that Canada region that don't have or the opportunities are not as possible uh, for them to get, you know, that light or like you said, open that door for exposure? Um, I do think so. Um, you know, like, if you compare like the Canadian music scene to everywhere else, like the States, the UK, we still have a lot of work to do. And there still needs to be some adjustments that are made so that other, other artists like myself can get these opportunities and get the right team behind them because the, the major component that I have is I have the right team behind me mm -hmm. I have the perfect team who's pushing me who's marketing me who knows how how and when to invest in me and for mm -hmm. what to make sure that I do continue to grow and prosper so I feel like the only thing that a lot of these female artists in the city are missing is just the right backing that's yeah. it what advice would you give either somebody in high school or a freshman in college that want to pursue this music? What advice would you give them in pursuing this career of being a musician or an artist? Um, I would say two things. One, don't give up on yourself. It's like it's it just because you feel like it can't happen doesn't mean it won't happen. Um, it's up to you to determine whether it's going to happen or not. I gave up for four years, but I decided to pick myself back up and continue and look where I am now. And the second thing I would say is do not feel like you have to follow the trend. You don't have to follow the trend. You know, it's good, of, of course, to keep in tune and keep in touch with what's going on around you, the sounds that are happening around you. But the most important thing is to differentiate how you yourself are going to stand out amongst everybody who's doing the same thing as you. This is a tough business. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, if you want to, if you want to elevate, you can't just get caught and sink into the whole mix of everything else. You mm -hmm. have to be different and it's okay to be different. We've heard an exclusive mm -hmm. from, from, from your end. We've heard the single boat. You're saying we have new singles. You can drop some more singles before the project. Uh, is this going to be like a, a eight to 12 song project or how many songs can we expect in March? Mm, I would say at least six. I okay. don't know yet because I am getting back. I'm locking back into the studio next week. So okay. um, I don't know. I might come out with like man, many more bangers. And then we just have to add them onto the mix. You, yeah. you don't know. But yeah. <laughs> at least like six. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks for stopping through TPLGI Cut. 
Before you get out of here, of let, let me get one drop from you saying it's your girl, Charmaine, and I'm rocking with TPLG Uncut. Uh -huh, thank you so much for having me. If you want to follow me, my Instagram is double underscore I am Charmaine. You know, hit that follow button. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, holla at me, Charmaine. I plugged in with Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, thanks for rocking out with me. Holla at me. All right, later. All right, see ya. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.